I'm Jason Colvin. I'm D. Graves. Give us five minutes. And we will give you the fire. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Surely You Can't Be Serious podcast special edition, Five Minutes of Fire. We are here talking about the lyrics of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. We're covering only five minutes at a time, which is about the length of the song, so it works out kind of nicely. So please join us as we dive into some new lyrics today. All right, guys, so here are the topics that we're going to be covering today. Joseph Stalin. Malenkov. And Nasser. Joseph Stalin, Malenkov, Nasser. Okay, D, what can you tell me about? Joseph Stalin, if you didn't know, was the leader of the Soviet Union for decades, came along after Lenin. In 1953, he and his inner circle of folks decided to have a party. Now, his inner circle still feared him because he was one of the worst human beings in the history (laughs) of the world. Uh He is known to have murdered or had sent to the gulag, sent to Siberia, not hundreds, not thousands, but millions. As it turned out in 1953, his paranoia found its focus on doctors. He thought that the doctors were trying to kill people and there was a big plot. And so a lot of doctors were imprisoned and tortured. Right. As a matter of fact, his own private physician, this night that he's having this party with his inner circle, is being tortured in his basement. (laughs) So he is with these guys. Khrushchev is one of the guys. Vera is one of the guys. Maltov is one of the guys. Maltov, you recognize that name? Maltov cocktail? You got it. So Maltov was a propaganda guy and so he announced on the radio that they were dropping food packages to the fins when what they were actually dropping were incendiary bombs and so the fins said okay i guess this must be maltov bread baskets well when they fought back they would have the bottles with the incendiary devices in them that they would hurl at the soviet tanks and they said we need a drink to go along with our Maltov bread, so this will be our Maltov cocktail. Love it. And that's how that name came to be. Well, at 4 a.m., finally, after all of this partying, everybody goes home, and Stalin tells his staff, I'm exhausted. Do not come into my room unless you hear me moving around and I'm awake, okay? Well, they didn't hear him, and they still didn't hear him, and they still didn't hear him, and if you know Stalin like everybody knows him, you don't want to break his rules. So finally, a housekeeper who had been with him for years is tasked with going in and checking on him. When she goes in, she sees him lying on the floor, breathing but unresponsive and soaking in his own piss. She calls his inner circle who come back and they don't know what to do. They don't do anything for nearly 24 hours except sit him on a couch and wait and see what happens. (laughs) When they finally call the doctors in, the doctors are terrified. They're shaking with fear about this Stalin waking up and then doing something horrible to them. So they don't know what to do. They start calling on the doctors who are actually in prison. Prison. Hey, can you help us out here? I right. who realized we stick, this guy stuck in here and tortured you, but can you help us save him? He, after five days of suffering, ultimately dies. And I got to tell you, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> tell me about Malenkov. So that goes right into my story on Georgi Malakoff. He was a Soviet politician who briefly succeeded Joseph Stalin on March the 5th of 1953 as the leader of the Soviet Union. Now, he had some personal connection to Vladimir Lenin that allowed him to propel his career. And because he became the overseer of records, he got to know Joseph Stalin. He was deeply involved in the Great Party Purge in the 1930s. And then when Stalin died in 1953, he became the leader of the Soviet Union. After a few weeks, he was 
was forced to yield his position to Nikita Khrushchev. He later tried to organize a coup against Khrushchev and was expelled from the Communist Party altogether. He served the remaining years of his life as the manager of a hydroelectric plant and as Stalin's collaborator. I would say that he also has the blood of millions upon his head. All right, D, what can you tell me about Nasser? Okay, so Nasser is Gamal Abdel Nasser. If you're from Egypt, you might look upon this guy as kind of the George Washington of the modern Egypt. He rose through military ranks. Obviously, Egypt had a very tumultuous history. One of the things that occurred was the Anglo-Egyptian Treaty of 1936, in which the United Kingdom had the right to maintain its military forces in the Suez Canal Zone. That's going to come up here in a little bit. You got it. Nasser was part of a political group and a police and military group that ultimately had a revolution. What happened was on the 25th of January 1952, there were repeated suicide bombers, those type of things, on the British forces occupying the Suez Canal. 7,000 British soldiers then came and attacked the main police station in Canal City, Ismailia. What resulted then was a huge riot where the fires were started all over Cairo, left 76 people dead. But afterwards, Nasser published a simple six-point program to dismantle the feudalist government and British influence in Egypt. Soon, he made that happen. He ultimately became the second president of Egypt and put together a bunch of the disparate Arab countries countries into what became known as the United Arab Republic. Ultimately, around 1970, everything kind of fell apart. That's awesome. That's somebody I'd never heard of before. Yeah. Okay, guys, that does it for today's episode. Join us next time for 5 Minutes of Fire. Fire.